shots? <laughs> did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Shots? Sh- did you say shots? Because three is a crowd and four <laughs> is pandemonium. <laughs> I'm here with three a people. pandemonium. I'm here with with my friend Kelly, of course. Hello. Coming to you from your garage in yes. Portland, Oregon, and also our friend Kendra. And my name is Daniel. I'm also here. Mm-hmm. In Portland, Oregon. We're all in Portland, Oregon. We're all here. Oh, my gosh. What's up? Did you guys know that it's now St. Patrick's Day legally and you Today. can just you can just party with us yes. and listen to a great episode of this podcast that we do. Kelly, how's it going here in Portland? I don't know, man. You tell me. You've been here for like a week. I've been here well, for like a week now. Week. Yeah, week. it's crazy. So we'll get more into that later. But yeah, I drove across the country. Car broke down in the middle of Iowa. And Batavia. Batavia, Iowa. If, if you're from Batavia, shout out. Send us a, send me a tweet. You could have helped me out um, <laughs> back in the day. You're where were you? Yeah, where were you? I, I needed help. Yeah. And I told no one. Rude. And you should have known. Uh, Kendra, how are you doing? Oh, First hey. time back What's on up, the pod Dan? in a year. Doing great. Thank you. Yes, it's been exactly one calendar year since the last St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's on Day. St. Patrick's April Day. 14th. I mean, St. Patrick's Day. How dare you? It's uh, the 15th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's St. Patrick's Day. That's all we know. That's really all that matters. That's all that matters. I'm doing well, Daniel. Thank you. It is, it is springtime here in Portland. Um, although it looks a little bit like winter and summer, depending on which day of the week it is. So, mm, well, welcome oncoming for planetary shifts we'll, nice. we'll put it like we'll put it that way. intergalactic planetary focus focus intergalactic mm-hmm. well importantly for anybody who's ever listened to a saint patrick's day episode from us it means we're gonna get copiously drunk here and uh we're gonna start with the soft kelly we we got we got some oh, yes some, we got some guinness here it's you're opening style. up a bottle of what's the whiskey this year oh two gingers Spare two no gingers expense. we've never heard it's of 16 dollars. two gingers sounds like um porn hub video i saw oh class is what she brings zing (laughs) class you haven't even drank anything yet you guys drank drinking drunken i've never drank why don't you move that uh your stand over a little bit like this way and then move angle the mic back towards are you gonna edit that part out yeah sure daniel edits (laughs) technical difficulties everyone yeah make sure you got this on you i'm not a professional podcaster clearly not yeah that's good Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Yum. Wow, that was delicious. That was uh, strange. What did we do again? I spilled so much of it. It's uh, Bailey's Almond. Bailey's Almond. Almond. It's just almond milk Bailey's. You know. Because we're we're trying to move away from... from... You got it. (laughs) You don't need more information here. (laughs) That's all you need to know. Uh, It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I would do another. This is not an episode about vegan uh, Bailey's drinks. Um, I've spent my entire life basically listening to Bob Dylan. Kelly has heard roughly the same number of songs as the standard BPM in a dubstep song. Kendra, you've heard the same number of songs as Han dynasties that ruled China from the 3rd century to the late 6th century. And this week, we listen to You Ain't Going Nowhere from 1967 slash 1971. You Ain't Going Nowhere, 1967 on the Basement Tapes. Two versions of them, wild versions. And uh, 1971, a re-recording by Bob and Happy Trom playing the banjo. Uh, we listened to uh, a couple of versions. We got a great little playlist out there that you can listen to. 
before we get into anything, which again, it's kind of crazy because I really like the song and I think there's like a lot of like personal feelings you can put into it, but it's a very lightweight basement tape song. Um, what did you guys think of it? Uh, Kendra, since you're the guest, what did you think of this song in general? How do you feel when you listen to it? And, you know, for you, we, we kind of had a lot of different versions on there, but any favorites, any standouts from you? Um, yeah. So this is a song that, you know, I've, I have heard maybe six times before in my life, something, what? something like that or more. You've heard um, this song before? Yeah, I've totally heard this song before. This song has been on the radio. This song's been around. I have a million percent listened to. Oh, this isn't a this joke. This song. isn't a bit. You've heard this song before. Is you what you're saying? Absolutely. Oh. It was new for you, Kelly. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what I'm inferring. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. Your shock at <laughs> my recognition. Like she's joking but of she's the song. No, no, no. So I mean, the birds. The birds' it's version is quite around. famous. It's been around. So I was like, yeah, I know this song. Okay. Um. Although, yes, one of the the second song on the playlist, the birds, I believe, that was the song I I felt like I was most familiar with, yeah, at least the version of. That was the original, that was the first Yet released version. Yet another case of uh, someone else taking a Bob Dylan song and getting the famous birds. off of it. Sure, they were already famous. The birds were already famous from Taking Mr. Tambourine Man by Bob Dylan. So, yes, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, no, this was another, like, uh, you know, again, the Basement Tapes, you're not here for every podcast, but, you know, the idea is here are some songs, there might be some worth in there. And basically because uh, Roger Gwynn, Roger McGuinn, the lead singer of the birds was a fan of, of obviously Bob Dylan, but a friend of Bob, they were able to take some of these songs and be like, Hey, do you want to do, you got first dibs. And Aww. so the band was like, oh, that's very sweet. the birds were like, yeah, I'll, I'll listen. Bob's to like, I don't really fun. like this song. It's got well, he did. He, he did. And a homo bum. We, I don't know. I don't, I don't that. need to do that. I'm sorry. I know you don't do that on this podcast. We do. We do. You're very formal and we do do, we do do some joke. Accents when you need to, when you have when to, you need to. So when that's you, to. You, you, it. Felt like it felt like you needed to, but you do. So you have heard the song, I have you the enjoyed song, it, and, but and the I birds like one's the one you kind of like. Like liking no. it is kind of the edge. I believe, mm. like when I heard it as a kid, I okay. So I have no idea why, but I I hate the Willie Nelson song. Mm. Well, um, uh, airing grievances. The, you know the one where we're like rolling the down the not rolling down the highway. Is it about marijuana? Uh, <laughs> Rolling down the do, 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 out my back door. Oh, is that, that really is that Nelson? Nelson? No. Well, I hate that song, too. That is a CCR. Well, <laughs> yeah, typically, CCR. CCR is pretty good. No, there's a... So it's uh, Willie Nelson. Oh, it's on the road again. Oh, that's Willie Nelson. Road, I really yeah, don't like that song. Can't tell you why. It gives me, like, bad feelings inside. Um, just like, can't wait to get on the road. I just don't like it. It's like I'm carsick. Mom, get me out of here. I don't like it. <laughs> Change the station. So, so you ain't going nowhere reminds me a little bit of okay. on the road again in that sense of like I'm in this place and I don't want to be here anymore, which is almost as ironic due to the name of the song, um, which Fair is enough. you're not going anywhere. Get me the fuck out of here. Right. So, so right. Like I like it. I was like, oh yes, I remember this catchy little ditty. Um, but then I actually listened to it and I don't know if I like it anymore. Oh, okay. Well, save that take. Uh, Ke- Kelly, mm-hmm. how did you feel about this song in general? You and I are going to be playing the song. I guess we'll all be playing the song for all of the people. Did that help at all? Listening to the song, playing the song. how did you feel about this? I take issue with the basement tapes version being the real mm. version. It makes me sad, but I like it. What do you so so for me uh, on the playlist? You can go and, and look at it. The 1971 version with Happy Trom, the greatest hits, greatest hits volume two version is the one I put on there first. I like all of those songs. They are not universally liked by other people, but I like them all. I think that I shall be released version, the only uh, hobo version. I like those. I, I like them almost better than the originals. Um, 
However, I do like the basement tape ones as well. The basement tapes, number two, the second take is the official quote unquote BobDylan.com lyrics book version of this. And I think it's the, the one the birds did. And it's the one the birds did. Yeah, that's, yeah. So you can in the Joan Baez as well. Right, so right. The, that's the one that was available back then. So Bob Dylan coming to it a couple of years later, and this is pre-Basement Tapes released in 1975. So he, he almost saw the success of Baez and especially Sweetheart of the Rodeo, which was the birds. That record was huge. That record is still super, super famous. That song is more associated with them than it is Bob Dylan. So Bob being like, I'm going to spark you know spruce up these lyrics not only does he add a verse but there's also a line in there because the birds roger mcguinn messes up the lyrics and bob dylan corrects roger mcguinn in the lyrics what do you do you just want to drink well no i I thought if you wanted i wasn't trying to stop you from doing whatever you want to do but if you wanted another beer i was gonna gonna help you out kelly thank you you don't have to drink yeah no that's fine yeah <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what I figured you yeah, wanted. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was like, those are special beers, those are not for drinking. No. <laughs> we don't drink. We do not drink the Kelly, last time you had a little moment with the pour, so I just wanted to give you a little. No, no, you can pour this one. Get this by with one, a little for help sure. from your friends. Yes. You will do the next pour. But only at designated times. Okay, you will designate those times, not I. <laughs> just come in here and well, start running the well, no. show. We got to finish our trains of thought, which I've oh, not. Oh, that's fucking karma right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's karma right there. Get me back. I will spill it like this. Spills immediately. <laughs> gotta wait for that head to go down. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. I'm trying to remember what I was saying. Oh, we can play back the tape. Actually, that'd be a good idea just to check the mics. So oh, yeah, make sure, sure. Kendra's like okay. coming through nice and clear. Okay. Ride me on Mars a day, my bride's gonna come Oh, oh, we're gonna fly down into that easy chair Yeah, ride me high Mars a day, my bride's gonna come And oh, we're gonna fly down into that easy chair Good. So Bob Dylan, yeah, he he sort of uh, mess around with the lyrics, you know, because uh, the birds sort of messed up the lyrics, you know, because you're sort of giving the song to them before it's all done. And in 1971, Bob Dylan was able to go back in time. That's why those lyrics are pack up your money and pick up your tent or whatever. McGuinn, mm. he says it in, in the name. So he's basically commenting on that. Yeah, so he's commenting on that. And then yeah, later... Chris Hillman and him, uh, both Birds members, later on would do another uh, where they would revert it back to the way that the Birds sang it, and then they would say Dylan. So it's a whole cute Aww. little thing Aww. that everybody loves. Because, yeah, who doesn't love a good, like, ha But they're all friends, and they're all millionaires, so what, what do we care, really? <laughs> um, let's do a little bit of context before we go on to the song. So the Basement Tapes version, version one and two on our playlist. You know them. You've listened to them. One is in the... Take two is on 1975's Basement Tapes. Take one is on the Bootleg Series Volume 11, the complete Basement Tapes. Uh, however, who's playing on the songs, you ask me, and I tell you that Bob Dylan is apparently playing a 12-string huh. acoustic guitar. It is jangly as fuck, jangly so that as makes fuck. a lot of sense. Uh, Robbie Robertson is playing electric guitar on 52, which is number one, so uh, the first take, and uh, Robbie Robertson's playing the drums on the second take. So the official version, uh, Danko or um, Levon Helm is not here 
So it is Robbie Robertson playing the drums. Uh, Danko, of course, is playing bass. Richard Manuel, of course, is playing piano. And Garth Hudson, International Treasure, is on organ. So they're playing the song. Um, it's only the drumming that's different. One song has the drums, one doesn't. And um, the electric guitars and stuff were added later, as well as vocal changes, because you can listen to the two versions, and they're from the same time period. But that 1975 Basement Tapes version has a lot of changes to it. It sounds a lot more like a real song. Mm-hmm. So, Which, that's not the cat one, right? That's not the cat one. Yeah. The cat one's number one, which does sound very rough around yes. the edges. But the but the official version, if you will, which is number is the, two, right. the one on ba- the Basement Tapes 1975, had electric guitar overdubbed, had some cleaning up the, of the vocals. It does sound different. I mean, the song itself is dramatically different. Um, this was one of the 10 songs that was copyrighted during this time period. We just did Million Dollar Bash two, two episodes ago, and that was one of those 10 songs as well. And I Shall Be Released, a lot of big ones. So this was among the few songs that Bob Dylan really liked and thought people would want to play. Because it's not so crazy. It's not. The first version of the song is wild. Talking mm. about soup and Michael and all kinds of shit. But go the feed second, the cat. Go feed the cat. I, God damn it. I hate that stupid hat you're wearing. Yes. No hats. I don't think there's any hats there in here. There's such that, a hat in that song. Sweetheart Like You, I think, has warped your brain. Mm, I don't know. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Anyways, go he did think that cat. there was something here. And there you go. And then September 24th, 1971, Happy Trom. As I said, they got together. They did Crash on the Levee, Only a Hobo, I Shall Be Released, which I really love in this song. So four songs that were part of the Greatest Hits Volume 2 selection. He has played this song 108 times from 1976 during the second Rolling Thunder. That's how many beads in a mala. How many? To 2012. 108, and it's how many chants you do in a mantra. Sure. It's like a magic number to solidify... Your intention in the universe. Carry on. You you only have six episodes, so when you get to 108, <laughs> that'll be how many songs you've listened to. A full you've mantra. Heard as many songs as a full mantra. Not yet. Only That's six. what you're working for. Yes. Yeah, six. Six That's is my goal. not a lot. I mean, six is very far away from a full mantra. Is what I'm, is what I'm getting at. Pathetic. You are a baby. You're a baby in this world, my friend. Uh, let's say before we talk about the versions of the song that we love. Will you take another drink? Yay! Yay! Oh, your dream okay. is coming true. Now's wow. the time for wow. a drink. Oh, I can do it. All right. Kendra, do, do the drink. It's my favorite. So I actually split one can between all three because... Yeah, um, of course. I saw that. And I think that's perfect. Yeah, I thought I was going to do half. And no, it's too much beer. We're old. No, and that's too no. much beer. Okay. All right, everybody. We're down to the nice. almond shot. Let's go. Let's do a little clink. You guys should come clink on me. Because well, you yeah, guys have a... Classic. Oh, no. Clink on this. Oh. Clink, 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 clink. Oh, oh that's so sad. What's wrong with me? I can't drink beverages anymore. Oh, it's smooth. It's good. I mean, mm. this is not supposed to be really easily drank. You need a shower. You need a shower after this meal. Damn, that's delicious. What are you pulling out there, Kelly? What's that called? It's called the shop towel. Shop towels. We got shop towels in here. Shop towels. Coming to you from the garage. We got shop towels, people. Portland, Oregon, shop towels. Coming to you live. Shop towel alert. We're commodities traders. How much you guys want for these shop towels? Get That's online. Awesome. SNTWpod.com. Shop towels the available speed, right the now. The speed with which he's speaking is upsetting. Ugh, fuck. <laughs> Kelly, your gangster name is Shop Towel. Ooh. <laughs> What's yours? I'm so fucking absorbing, guys. <laughs> Gross. Hey, nasty. Come <laughs> on. Like nasty sure. I guess I would be D-Money. So uh, yeah. <laughs> like we've got normal things. <laughs> shop towel. <laughs> Kate 
Jesse D. Money and shopped out. That's right. Because <laughs> cause I'm a cleaner, man. You call me in because I clean up the messes. I'm here to mop up the competition. Oh, that's the angel update sound. Oh, God. I need to get a new sound effect. <laughs> it's time for an angel update. Perfect. Now we don't have to make any other music. We listened to a ton of versions of this song. And while we're a little bit high on the two gingers, um, don't read into that any more than you have to read into that. I'm winking. We're. <laughs> I want to talk about the song. So not so much about the song uh, itself, but by, but by each take. And so I know, Kelly, you've got a lot of thoughts on these basement tape versions especially. But I'm going to read to you uh, Sid Griffith, who did the liner notes for uh, the basement tapes. He said about take one, which is the crazy Michael soup, all of that. He said, quote, as you listen to these raw tapes, it becomes obvious that there is no single way in which Dylan approached writing a new song. Here, it's it's apparent that the structure and choruses of the song have been completed, yet the lyrics in the verses are created off the cuff, perhaps just by glancing around the basement. The rhythmic feel and phrasing are already in place, just the words are temporary. Dylan free associating leads to some interesting and hilarious juxtapositions like you bunch of basement noise, foreign bib, feed that buzzard, lay him on the rug. And Clinton Halen also said about this, he said, the first take is more of a, quote, dummy run in the true sense of the word. At this stage, Dylan had a tune, the last line of the verse, which is the title, and the chorus. And unlike most other double takes at Big Pink, there uh, is a clear break in the reels between the performance, the two performances of these two songs, almost two completely different songs. Um, He says, though, I don't doubt that there's a PhD student out there working on the exact meaning of, quote, I seen you out there beating on your hammer. You ain't got no head of lettuce. Bob just knows that it sounds good because the words don't really matter. He's just kind of saying stuff. And it's kind of a sexual song, too. I mean, we'll get into the lyrics in a little bit, but you can definitely read this in a ton of ways. But talking about ver- take one, talking about take one. The soup. The soup. Soup and Michael. Yes. Very iconic people. And the heads of lettuce, you know. Oh, well, head of lettuce is a drag queen. So I just assume he's talking about head of lettuce. Probably. Wow. So <laughs> No, she's not alive. She's not alive, even probably at this no, she's, point. Yeah, she's, okay. Actually, she did a season of RuPaul. Live right now. Recently. Was she alive in 1967? Uh, probably. Okay. She's older, but I don't know if she was like a. She was probably a child. We'll fact check this information, but Kelly, take one. We'll and I'll get to you. Take one. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> you want me to comment about take one? Yeah. What do you think about that one? So it's so disparate from the other. Yeah. So I mean, obviously the the lyrics are 100. Like, well, they're like 90 percent different, right? The refrain does stay the same, which is kind of yeah, interesting. The chorus. They at least we kept it. We never have choruses too. It. So and this, this is, is fun. very much a chorus. A song. great chorus too. Um. And pick up your nose canary is my favorite. Just, just so we all. What know. is it? Pick, pick up, up pick up your nose, nose canary. canary. Pick up your nose canary. Yeah. Even that one gets canary. a question mark from people. I'm like, he's totally saying canary. I mean, like. Oh really? What yeah. do they think it might be? Nothing. Just they don't know. Oh, it's Co- canary. Cocaine. Oh. What does that mean? No, no, just like the word. They don't know if he's actually saying canary. Oh, you know? Canary. Guy. But I mean, yeah, cocaine. Right? Do they have cocaine back in 1967 though? That's pretty early for coke. Yeah. Yes. I would say right? so. I, I would, mean, I'm sure it was around, maybe. but it wasn't as popular until I don't know. the 70s. 70s. You know, 70s uh, I like this version because you can hear the organ a little bit better, but uh, it's completely nonsensical and it's definitely rougher. And there is no drums, which I think the, the clicking on the rims for the drums is so essential. That like little galloping sound is so good. Which I do so like. Yeah. It's a bummer. So yeah, this is, you know, it's, I think musically it's actually a little less chaotic. I think adding the electric guitars Ooh. after the fact on the, the other take um, it makes it just too much noise in the other one. While I like the the drum clicks, you lose a lot of it. You lose the organ. Um, so even though this is ridiculous, I, I kind of like this. 
just less musical noise. Sure. But uh, I do notice that the narrator uh, seems a little more belligerent in this song, mm-hmm. even more so than the other version, because Indeed. he's just, you know, he just wants to sit down, man. He just wants to sit down in the easy chair, and he keeps ordering people around, saying, you're not going anywhere. Fucking feed the cat, man. You're not going anywhere. Feed the goddamn cat. Yes. Yeah, he's more like a kidnapper. Yes. Yeah, way more belligerent. Way more belligerent. Which is fun, but it's... Less the, but the vibes aren't there. It's like, I'm going to sit down in my easy chair. No. If you're demanded to sit down in your easy chair, yeah. how easy is it? This definitely has the most menace to it, which Ooh. is what you're looking for in a nice acoustic a rock nice party song. nice basement tape song. <laughs> There's a lot of menace. Mm, yeah. It's so funny because like, all I could see in my head while hearing this song was, yes, this belligerent, like, greasy dude in a wife beater right? that's stained yeah. holding a beer in one hand and like slurring at his wife and curlers cowering in the corner to feed the goddamn cat already <laughs> i don't know if i got that dark but it definitely evocative super those kinds of yeah, best yes. feed the cat the cat needs feeding you're the one to do it that's right yeah i mean, I mean he holds he holds the backhand up he doesn't do anything <laughs> with it but he holds it up you know what i'm saying well and just like the he, he's really a accusatory the way that he sounds and stuff like the, even the oh, your yeah. canary thing well, I, think like, you're, you're, I see you walking out there yeah you're the one to do it like yeah. you're yeah very like which even though the other song uh the other version is, is sim- more similar to this and obviously like the great best hits one yeah uh, it still feels different yeah um, totally so i think i would say musically it's more um it, it's easier to listen to because there's less chaos sure but uh the worst version maybe yeah I, I mean, my to. personal feeling is wild shit. I constantly forget that it's a thing. You know, again, I've, we've already talked about this million dollar bash. Same thing. My brain is just like completely warped in a way. Less so for the basement tapes. Oddly, like for me, it's 1971 is the official version. Everything stems from there. But the take one. Whew, what a what a ride. What a mess. Definitely didn't see it coming because we list like the, the greatest hits one is definitely the definitive one for me now, just because the way you put it on the playlist and because yeah. I think it's spoiler the best one for sure. Yeah. Um, so to, to hear this, you're just like minding your own business. He's like, you better feed the cat. I don't care if your name is Michael. <laughs> yeah. All the Michaels Soup. out there are like, oh. <laughs> he doesn't care Funny that I'm song. Michael. Oh my God. Yeah. And again, it's like, and that's like the silliness I think really lends itself because there's really no characters. We, we, we talk about, I'll get into it later, but all the characters that we've met so far and we get to add a couple of characters, Soup and Michael, but we don't get to add them <laughs> if, if they weren't there, like the official quote unquote version of the song they're not actually there because this song is incredibly neutral which i think makes it a better song but i like this specificity we like it but this is too specific it's almost like he hates michael and he hates soup <laughs> and soup he, the cat he hates soup and he the hates cat. the cat and i'm just like i can't I, he I'm won't feed the board. cat himself man that's her it's, job it's exactly or whoever's job we don't know uh, I just want my lazy boy. Just pick up that oil cloth, cram it in the corn. I don't care if your name is Michael, you're gonna need some boards. Get your lunch, you fun bib. You ain't going nowhere. And then, of course, there's Take Two, which is the official version. I think that that's probably the best way to talk about this. Like, it is a Basement Tape song. It is on. That's the first time it showed up was 1975 for the Basement Tapes. I mean, it was recorded in 1971. Technically, whatever, whatever. I mean, you could fall down into the depths here. But really, all you need to know is with this one, there's just guitar overdubs and vocals. How did you feel about that version of the Basement Tapes? 
the second version. The one that's like the official one. The official yeah, one. Yeah. Feels more like a song. I mean, we've already been kind of saying that too. Yeah, well, it's the jangle-list jangly guitar. It makes a lot of sense that it's a 12-string. And as mentioned, I think that the stick, the rim hits. It took me a second to figure out what it was because yeah. I thought it was like uh, him hitting his sticks together. But then as I listened to it, because he was still going on the kit, yeah. I was like, there's no way he's doing all the other stuff and using both of his hands to hit the stick. So it's definitely a rim hit. Yeah. So that's very fun. Uh, I mean, definitely still sounds like a drunken sloppy kind of song, but uh, it's just, I don't know. I, there's too many guitars. <laughs> there's three fucking guitars. Yeah. Uh, the, we have the piano potential overdub guitar and too. the organ here. I think that there's just the organ on okay. the other one. I Maybe. couldn't really uh, place the piano in that one. It's just too much fucking going on. Uh, and there's like this uh, kind of like a nauseating almost key change. There's a pitch Ooh. shift that the guitar does towards the end. And you know I don't like when we get to Clown okay. Town and we go. Makes <laughs> 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 me feel sick. <laughs> so, Not a fan. Uh, I, I, while I still think this is a stronger song because it feels more complete and like competent in a way. Um, and less menacing, as yeah. mentioned. I... I uh, I don't know if I can say for sure that I like this better than the other version. Because the other version gets... I, do I like the crazy lyrics better? I don't know. It's kind of fun. If we're going to have a song that's barely held together, we might as well t- talk about Soup and Cats. Might as well scream it out. Yeah. Go crazy. Do you Do you think there's a difference between... Like, Kendra, do you like Take One, which is the one we just talked about, yes. or this one better? Or the official you know? one. Oh, no. The official one is way better. It's way more <laughs> so listenable nice. song. Yeah, it it's way less like Bob Dylan being like, I'm coming up with a song, literally spur yeah. of the moment, trying to figure some shit out. Garth, like why are you recording this? Don't drunken record Hillbilly. This. Yeah. And this is a little bit, I mean, no, it's still Drunken Hillbilly, but instead of the... Uh, uh, the dude with the beer and he's about backhand. Oh yeah. The visual no, image that came to me for this song is much sweeter. Sure. It's like two um hillbilly bindle bums. Bindle bums. Bindle bums. No, hillbilly bindle bums. We love it. Okay. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Hillbilly bindle bums. I <laughs> did not want to miss Just say her. that all together. It's what hillbilly bindle bums. Hillbilly bindle bums. I wrote it down here in my notes. Nice, nice. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Um, like, right, just chilling out. Got, they got their bindles. They're, like, in a mud oh, They got their bindles. They got their bindles. They That's got their bindles. Bindle okay. They're, like, in some mud. But it's, like, a great day. The sun is shining. And they're just laughing. They're, like, drunk on... They each have, like, a fifth of really cheap whiskey. Way cheaper than the two gingers. Well, I love that. And uh, and they're just laughing. And they're, like, you know what? Like, pack up your tent. Let's get out of here. Like, my wife's going to come any day. Like, we're going to settle. See, we're going to I- celebrate. We're going to settle down. It's, like... They're like ranting and like laughing and having a good time. And it's like one of those days when you're like just like a, a hillbilly bindle bum. You know, a lot of a lot of days suck no, when you're I like that. But this it. day when they're singing this song to each other, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And it's like a buddy buddy song to me. I don't want to lose this. But we're just going to go all around then because I don't want to lose my train of thought here because we are drinking pretty heavily here. <laughs> but I fucking love that idea. Even the chorus becomes very like sweet. These two friends and they mm-hmm. seem like of mice and men almost. It's yes, like, ooh, we exactly. ride them high. Tomorrow's the day that my bride's going to come. Oh, but just like, like the, tomorrow's the day. Party, but not even that. Tomorrow's the day that we're going to get what we're we looking want. for. Our dreams will come true. And then we're going to fall into the easy chair, which is like, who doesn't want comfort and safety and exactly, security? But exactly. like their, their easy chair is just like, a spot in the woods. Very romantic and beautiful. Yeah. I love that. So. That's so, that's gorgeous. <laughs> well, thank you, Daniel. I mean, that's a really nice, because <laughs> I feel like that's what most people feel like. You know, you, you're, you are looking for something. Yeah. And it's like, to me, it's a very longing song. Even though a lot of people see it as like, literally like my bride's going to come, like I have a bride and like my life is about to go this way, but it's almost like a longing for the bride to come to go this way. It's yeah, like yeah. a step before. 
and that step before is like is this magical happen. moment yeah. of like we're enjoying ourselves yeah. now like they're yeah. almost like not even seeing how amazing right now is because we just want the we just want the bride to come but it's okay you ain't going anywhere sure. you ain't going nowhere yeah. we're hanging out we're having a great time so yes yeah, I don't so. know that's really nice anyway I imagine them down in the uh, Johnson Creek right over here oh, hey, hey. <laughs> locating us in Portland oh, everyone no we just got docks southeast <laughs> 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 Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll be down at Johnson Creek tonight. Meet Come us out at Trader there. Joe's. Oh, Meet us at the my Trader God. Joe's We're getting Johnson closer Creek. and closer by the second. <laughs> I don't care how many litters they send. Morning came and morning went. Pick up your money and pack up your tent. You ain't going nowhere. And then the uh, OG official version that we have, uh, which is for me my favorite one, and the one I don't know why it sticks with me, but the 1971's greatest hits, Happy Trom, Banjo. This was the one that I led the playlist and will always lead the playlist with because I just think it's fun. It's nice to break up the fucking monolithicness, monolithicness of, uh, of the basement tapes. There's so many of them. Uh, what did you think about this song? Whoever. It is just a proper classic song. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've heard this song before. Not the um, not the, birds. the birds version. I mean, I've, I've heard both of them before. Hmm. Well, um, Portland's a great place. You've said you've heard a lot of songs on the radio randomly, Bob Dylan songs. This is not out of the unknown. It, this yeah. is strangely enough a very beloved song. It's on the greatest like hits. Song. It's one of the greatest. <laughs> I mean, don't talk to me it, about that. It but yes, a little bit fast. <laughs> but like to me, this song, song is like the perfect version of this song. Maybe. I mean, I know you like cringe when I say that. Well, but no, this is uh, his favorite. Version. No, it's my favorite. Yeah. Okay, well, great. <laughs> I do not cringe. I cringe in happiness. <laughs> why? Why do other people like the it's songs I true. like? True, it's perfect. It's like it's condensed. It's uh, moves quickly. New lyrics some, too. New lyrics. Yeah, new lyrics that make <laughs> Gunga Din. Less, I mean, when's the last time you've less, heard Gunga Din? I've never seen the movie. Did you look up the movie? I meant to look up the movie before I came on the show tonight. It's also a poem by Rudyard Kipling. Is so. oh Rudyard Kipling, a oh, beautiful The Jungle Book. Um, yep. What it, what's the movie? Did you do you know? Have you seen it? I just looked up to no see comment. that it was a movie. It is a movie. Nineteen thirty nine. Yeah. Nineteen thirty nine. Gunga Din. Well, he's really into it. So I also someday think we'll watch Grant in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cary Grant. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. See, he was Fox. This is man where back supplementals are built right here. Mm-hmm. Is watching Gunga Din. We just watch it. I thought it was funny that he said. He said Jenga Khan. Jenga Khan. Say Jenga Khan. So I was going to say, that's a great thing. What's up with that? We're we're just diving into it. I love it. Okay. Genghis Khan. I mean, I like it too. Like Jenga Khan. I've never heard that before in my life. Like, did he just. Don't you want to say it like that for me? I do. From now on, forever. Jenga Khan. And people are going to look at me like, do you want to play Giant Jengus? Giant Jengus? Put your Jengus away. Sounds like a title. How do you feel about the. How do you feel? That's your catchphrase for this episode? That's a, a Pornhub title that I just watched. How did you feel about the banjo? Tyler, your sex tape. Um, uh, it it was a it was nice, but it was like a lot, like almost like mm, a lot. You know, like Kelly referred to the last song as it was a lot, and like there's a harmonica, there's a banjo, nice. there's a guitar. I really it disagree. moves very quickly. We're gonna move over. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> we're done. You were doing. Your time is up. You were doing great, uh, Kelly. Please, please step uh, off to the stage. Reinforce uh, my feelings about the song, please. I mean, it's immediately brighter and happier and no. pluckier. That banjo. Happy adds, 
Who is, who is his he? name is Happy Trom. But who is he? He's just a fo- old folky. Oh, he's, really? He's in lots of stuff. He's, he's played. He's with a the, picker. Yep, Ram, uh, Ramblin' uh, Jack Elliot and oh, wow, all okay. them. He's just a big. I feel like I've heard that name before. Maybe just in the scope of Happy Trom. Yeah, yeah, he's just out there. He's okay. out there, and he's Bob, an old friend of Bob's at this gotcha. point. So. Uh, yeah, I think the banjo was an excellent touch, and I love that the, it's so restrained that they keep it just the the banjo and the guitar in the first two. I think just the first verse, and then the the bass sneaks in, and it's so mm. bouncy when it comes in. It's just like this nice, even like happier element that comes through. This is such like a happy song. All of that menace, all that darkness, darkness, it is gone. Michael, away, the, man, the, the sunshine and yeah. rainbow. You're talking about like friends walking down into the woods together. Like uh-huh. this is this is very much um, the not jungle we'll go, but the Robin Hood. What is the oh. uh huh? What is the name of that fucking song? It's going to drive me nuts. We have to stop and think about it. Robin Hood. The friend song? Yeah, 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 yeah. With Lil John and Robin Hood. Yeah, Lil John and Robin Hood walking Walking through through the the forest. forest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can put it in. Yes, that's the one. Love it. But yeah, I think it's it's the lyrics are definitely um, different, but I don't know how substantive they are. And there's a lot more of them, right? He's packing a lot more words into each verse. Because uh, I mean, like we went from lazy drunk guy who's who's stretching out three words to to make a little line to like the whole thing. I mean, even changing gonna see a movie called Gunga Din yeah. from Gate Won't Close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, like obviously the other ones way more laconic than than this one. It's just it's night and day almost. Uh, but the flavor is all still there um, musically. Yeah. Or even more so because you love that oh, twangy, well. tangy banjo spice. Oh yeah, it's oh. great. I mean, but the the so the chords are all the same. It's it. This is a three chord song. It's a three chord song. All of you beginner mm. guitarists out there, this is the one to do. It, it feels is good. G. My fingers hurt, but I like a it. minor, C. Why then keep playing all those Green Day songs when you could play "You Ain't Going Nowhere"? Yeah. We are gonna play some Green Day songs later. Oh we're my god, yes, <laughs> Green Day! We're gonna do garage karaoke with without a drummer because we don't have a drummer. I don't care my letters are sent. Morning came and morning went. I pick up your money and bag up your tent. You ain't going nowhere. just this is in the key of g however in the basement tapes take one the cat soup version Mm -hmm. uh i guess apparently it's in the key of a so there's a capo in the second right but the chords are all still the same all three of them are just the same so being able to play this song super easy and pick it up and just feels so light and just nice and easy this i think typifies that this version uh the grace hits version and yeah the banjo excellent idea Excellent idea. Excellent. It really does play on the hillbilly bindle bums. Hillbilly yes, thank you. I was like, bums. what did she say? I'm going to misquote her. And she'll never, never like me again. <laughs> That's impossible. Well, I feel it could we never happen. I don't know if we even remember hillbilly to bindle bums next time. Version for only a hobo. You know, we had hmm. he did a banjo version of. See, only there we a hobo. go. That's probably we and we that, just sure. maybe didn't even do it because yeah. it's. Banjo-y. The name Happy Trauma is in me somewhere. Yeah. Of like, especially it's almost when Woody Guthrie esque. Especially like, when they're happy romantic. hobos and singing songs like You Ain't Going Nowhere and just like drunk on their fifth of bourbon and just like hey, celebrating man. life. Yeah, that's us. They're drinking their two gingers. Yeah. Or eating the two, two gingers. If maybe these two friends are two gingers. Hey. Um, just two little redheads. Hillbilly bindle bums. As I was out walking on the corner one. 
spied an old hobo in the doorway he lay. His face was all grounded in the cold sidewalk floor. And I guess he'd been there for the whole night or more. Only a hobo, but one more is gone. Leaving nobody to see a sad Not to spoil our playlist, that is uh, excellent as usual and award winning, but we. Um, <laughs> who awarded you what? Lies. Uh, go back and check the tweets, baby. We've won every award you ever. Academy Award? Won it. We're already EGOTs. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Um, we have basically three covers that we've got on here, and I want to get your takes on all of them. We've got, of course, The Birds, Sweetheart on uh, Sweetheart at the Rodeo, classic 1968. Um, the first version anybody ever heard of this song was them. Right. Uh, kind of like Mr. Tambourine Man. It kind of like takes on the life of its own because it just kind of was ahead of Bob Dylan. And Bob, this was just kind of a throwaway track. And he never really claimed it, even though he's played it a lot of times. I think he plays it because the birds played it. And it's popular. And why not? Um, I need a point of clarification. Definitely not for me, because I've been doing this a long time. And I've been paying attention this whole time right now. But for Kendra's sake, can you can you reiterate Please. when the Basement Tapes were oh, recorded yes. versus when it was released? Correct. The Basement Tapes... For everybody out there. That was a lie. I don't remember. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> the basement tapes were recorded. Thank you anyway, Kelly. In 1967. Bob Dylan was in a in his motorcycle crash at the end of 1966. He then got better, or it never happened. We'll never know. And he then went to the basement in Woodstock. Right. To play with the band. Right. They hung out in the in the summer into the fall in the winter of 1967. And they just stayed in that house and recorded a bunch of music just played a bunch of music just yes. for the fuck of it and then at the end when they were done and during this time he went he took a train down to nashville to record john wesley harding right there is no that's the muppet voice record right no no, no oh, that's no. a nashville skyline okay this yeah. is um as i went out one morning um this is all along the watchtower yes right all of that yes. so no muppet voice but he never <laughs> he never practiced any of these songs with the band so as he's doing the basement tapes and they're having fun he is also writing out this new record, John Wesley Harding. Great record. We've listened to the whole album, actually. That was episode right. uh, 25, Is I that think? the one with St. Augustine on it? I dreamed I saw St. Augustine. Yes, I remember it. Dear Landlord okay, as well. Yes. Yep. Yes. Boom. Doing it. So anyways, so that was Fire. that. So, so he was recording all of that, and he came back here. So 1967, he recorded that. And then he moved on with his life and recorded John Wesley Harding and moved on and was going to do Nashville Skyline. That was the next record. But the Birds, because they're friends with them, and Mr. Tambourine Man was a hit. They're on Columbia, I believe. So they were just like, hey, I've got a couple songs that Bob copyrighted. I've got a reel. You know, famously, Garth had all those random reels, mm. and people were copying those reels back in the day. Moving them out, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's doing songs. Here we go. So Peter, Paul, Mary, Joan Baez, all the all the usual suspects, line them up in a row, put them into jail. Bam. <laughs> they all have the same songs, right. you know, because they're all just taking Bob Dylan songs. So The Birds, 1968, released on April 2nd, uh, 1968. Sweetheart, like the, uh, Sweetheart at the Rodeo, which featured You Ain't Going Nowhere. And that was one of their singles. It was a big song. And the Basement and Tapes wouldn't be released until they 70. The Basement Tapes officially would never be released until 20. 13, 14. But there's a Wait, record. There's what? A there is the Basement record. Tapes record, 1975. Yeah. But like, yeah. how long did people argue, go but as not can, knowing that was a Dylan song? They probably knew it was a bit of a Dylan song the whole time because oh, okay. people said it and they were yeah. discredited. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but 1975 right. is when it was officially released with the Basement Tapes. That but double you can make the case that the Basement Tapes is as much of a band 
album as it is a Bob Dylan oh, sure, album. Okay. So like, what is the Basement Tapes? So for for years, and this this relates directly to this, might as well bring it up now. The most famous bootleg, the first bootleg I ever heard all these Basement Tapes on. And as we've talked about, your results may vary, right? You can listen to a version of the Basement Tapes on CDR and it's garbage, it's jumbled, it's terrible. You might get lucky and have good versions. It wasn't until Volume 11 came out of the bootleg series that you got the quote-unquote full basement tapes sounding as good as they were ever mm. going to sound. But the, first, the the main bootleg back in the day was called A Tree with Roots, which mm. is – so famously when people talk about A Tree with Roots, it's not only the lyrics of the song, but it was more famously for 30-plus years what they were referring to if they got their hands on the basement tapes – you know, bootlegs, you know, they were just trading this. But there was an official release, official release, but only of a few songs. Right. It, was a, it was a double LP, but I mean, it wasn't that. It's many still songs. like 12 songs. <laughs> no, it's, no, no. I mean, it's like, it's like 30 songs, but, but about 10 of them are band songs, you know? So during, cause they recorded uh, music right. from big pink in 1967. They're for the band's first album. So the band also slipped some songs on there. And can you say that overdubs, I mean, they overdubbed electric guitar. They right. overdubbed vocal changes. Is that really the basement? Right. So right, you've right. got purists out there that are like, you would still want to hear that version if it even exists anymore without all the overdubs. Right. But it's been so long at this point. And in, again, my expert opinion, it ruins the song. It ruins the song. It changes it at the up. very least. Mm. I mean, it, I, I, it still sounds great. It sounds very. And clearly they're EQing, like they're doing a lot of work. You're remastering it. It's fine. It's great. Right. But like just. I think it's a little too chaotic. I hear you. It's a little too noisy. I hear you. I hear you. So, so the birds would be the first people that would ever, this song was a bird song, at least for a couple of years. Until 1975 then, right? 75, but the uh, Greatest Hits Volume 3, I believe, came out in 1973, if I'm not wrong. So they would have heard okay. the song then gotcha. as well. Um, but that's a rare one because then a lot of the bigger songs, there are more that weren't included on that little session that would show up on 75. But Bob, clearly he thought, I like this song. So this, I Shall Be Released in Crash on the Levee, um, our three basement tape songs and I shall be released as iconic, but he thought so highly of this one and crash on the levee. And I think that crash on the levee is not that good, but like of all the songs, there's so many better, you know, uh, basement tape songs that we wouldn't hear for another couple of years. And now they've become such a part of the canon. It doesn't even matter. So for us, like a listener today, it almost doesn't matter. Like time has collapsed oh, in sure. this way. But the but the birds are so iconic because a lot of people mimic the birds. And I think Bob Dylan playing it live, which we didn't really listen to any Bob Dylan live. Mm. He plays the birds version. It's like yeah. him playing mm. the all along the watchtower. <laughs> he plays the Jimi Hendrix version. I mean, he's right. like he's more than happy to he's be like, like they got the song. You guys right. got it. They got it right, and I'm gonna do it like them. That's so swift. Rain won't lift. It won't close. Feelings froze. Get your mind. Um, so I want to say Birds, 1968, Joan Baez, also 1968, for any day Beautiful. Both beautiful songs. And then Glenn and Mar uh, Marquetta. They were on I'm Not There. They're on the soundtrack right. for I'm Not yeah, There, yeah. the movie. Um, so we can. So those three are our big, our big cover versions. What did you guys think about them? Did they help or inform you on the song at all? I mean, for the the birds, it's super faithful. They even kept the rim clicks in there. Like it's mm, yeah. it's really it, all they did was a country country fry it a little bit more. Like there's mm -hmm. a lot more um, uh, slide guitar. On, like, or at least the, I think there was a slide guitar in the basement tapes version. It's just this yeah. is way more pronounced. Yeah, and the slide it's, guitar is wow wow. 
<laughs> is yeah. Lloyd Green on the slide guitar who would actually play on Bob Dylan's new morning sessions. We so far have heard uh, Lloyd Green playing on Went to See the Gypsy, 19, uh, episode 68, and Spanish is the Loving Tongue, uh, episode, I think, 85. So Lloyd Green does play with Bob Dylan later on. So Man, I, every time you say a song, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that even a little. It's, we remember when to, to see the gypsy. Is that the one about Elvis? Nope. It's the one about Elvis. No. You remember. Spanish is the loving tongue is a little weirder. That's a very obscure song. He's, he, obscure. he's on a train. Did we decide he was on a train in that one? He's always on a fucking train. Why do people love trains? <laughs> he was on a train, but we'll we'll let's, we'll say he was on a train. Uh the the I'm not there version um is also it's it's pretty similar. I like the vocals on because the, the woman harmonizing with him is like That's Marquetta Erglova. And Glenn Hansgard. Absolutely. Sorry, I just have to say that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Obviously. So I mean, it's nice to have famous. that layer because we have you know all these male voices with the exception of you know, Jones' version. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's a really nice pairing to exactly. have her come in and do have that. Have you ever seen the movie once? We did watch that You've once. seen once. Right? They're like... No! No, no. I was like, I'm not there. We, we did watch we watched the movie. I'm not there. I'm not there. We watched, watched, we there. watched I'm not there once. But you've, yes. you've never seen it once. No, movie once. Okay. It's just they're... I mean, they have beautiful voices. So they're just playing like... Love Interest in Dublin or something yeah. in like 2005. But like, yeah, they both like wrote the songs Aww. for it. And so they just play it. So they'll be like, I'm a pianist and I'm singing about my love. And she's like, wow. I'm playing and singing. It's very sweet. It's And it won a lot of awards. It's a very fun movie. I would say. But anyways, they are here on I'm Not There, the soundtrack. So very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. kind of have to include them. Their version is the longest one. It's the, 305. It's the only one to break three minutes, ooh. which you know I'm not a fan of. But it doesn't, it's not like it drags. And I will say mercifully of all the Bob versions too. All under three minutes. We never break that cap. We never Respect. break Respect. Yeah, 244. And then for mm-hmm. Joan, I mean, it's twang-a-lang. I will say, I think the piano, you commented earlier that the piano was nice. I, I hate it. It's so, ro- like, over-the-top romantic, saccharine kind of romantic that I Aww. do not like it. Her voice is beautiful. I love help it. Me, me, I love it so much. <laughs> That's so funny because I was like, what, like the banjo, whatever, it's kind of kitschy. But I love the piano. And I yeah. love the piano version. And I think that her... Her, Joan Baez's take on this song is so much more beautiful and romantic. Like, She's a coward. Like, she has coward. so She's much more like love and lo- like oh. He could not keep all his kings supplied with sleep. We'll climb that hill no matter how steep, but we still ain't going nowhere. Ooh, we ride me high. Tomorrow's the day my man's gonna come. Oh, we gonna fly. She changed the word bride to man. Coward. Kelly. <laughs> what? What if Joan didn't relate? <laughs> and that's fair. The bride Listen, lyric. I just got to say, this is the Pornhub episode. I think that uh, Joan has, has munched some box on her day. <laughs> I, I'm she should that. stick with bride. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there, John. Please don't say we. I well, think we Kelly just doesn't like that she says, "My man is gonna come tomorrow." Well, we only have strong feelings, Kinder, because Bob Dylan, in multiple songs, he ha- he's always had that opportunity too to change it, uh, the the narrator, if you will, uh-huh. to change it different pronouns for a woman or for a man, and he keeps it how it is. So, as a man singing to a man, more he than happy to do it, it, or is. keeping it ambiguous so too, where you it. don't delve into it, so you mm-hmm. can have. A fluid narrator. And, and I like, think that's, that's why great. Bob Dylan's great. That's who Bob Dylan son. is. That's, great, a, great. that's like why he Bob never Dylan fucking is. changed it. I don't think necessarily every artist can do that or can connect that way through, no, through no, the sure, art. Yeah. So, Joan, it's everybody's choice. I don't also, Joan, I can't stress this enough. Joan's entire role here, I love Joan. This is no shade on her. Her entire role is to, Mama, you've been on my mind. 
daddy you've been on everything yeah. for her with bob is, is just the inverse bond which is fine and i like so it that's i'm glad she's it exists talking about bob kelly yeah i don't care or she's come talking on. about i know she's or talking someone about, else but like come on of all of the different versions of this song i liked her take on the vocal melody the best well she's a fantastic singer and, and she is has the is the best vocalist of all of the song of yeah. the versions of the songs that we sing you know but really her like her inflections and the way that she takes on the melody is so much more robust and sweeter and bigger and more beautiful and more romantic and like made it more feel like a a full song it feels romantic than any of the yeah, other for songs sure. i mean there's strings that come in, in the end too uh-huh. and just like um when i was listening to this and we listen to other joan baez songs yeah but for some reason this maybe just because the piano's in there but um she struck me very tori amosy yeah like i wonder I definitely if, if she's in, that uh, and now you're like munch boxes <laughs> come on tori <laughs> We gotta write fan fiction about Jim Baez and uh, Tori Amos. Ooh, I <laughs> like it. I like it. Two gingers. <laughs> oh, no! I mean, Jim Baez isn't a ginger, but Tori Amos definitely is. <laughs> so, favorite out of all of them, then you would you would say Jim Baez is probably the favorite of the birds, birds Baez or um, Glenn and, and Marquetta. Like me personally, that yeah. like tickled me so sweetly. I would say the Joan Baez version, but um, but also yeah. then um, you know, like the the, the kind of like first main version. I think I think what you're thinking of, like if you have heard this song, you might have heard Bob Dylan on a deep cut, but more than likely you heard the birds. Yeah. Well more I than like you besides heard the, birds. the birds, like I like Bob Dylan's banjo version. Yeah, yeah. That's like it's hot, it's sweet, harmonica, beautiful. Like that is a hot song. That is like the pinnacle, mm. the great dylan vocal zenith too. of the he's got that good vocal it's pre-rolling yeah. thunder but it's post muppet so like it's really because <laughs> well he's yeah. like dude in National my Skyline, he's just... lost in the wilderness at this point like there's no record that's coming out like new morning had just come out so he's like he's doing nothing from here i mean until planet waves 1974 hey, so he's just that. i know planet waves is great but his voice and then that commanding with the band like it starts to get better and better mm. and then we're in like the best bob dylan voice mm. and the, then we go mid 70s <laughs> <laughs> we've never left we're still perfect Bob Dylan's voice is literally perfect all the way through I, won't, I, won't I mean Rolling there. Thunder is pinnacle pinnacle pinnacle, pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you what, what was yours you're a fan of the birds then or or do you like the well Glenn and them are too long as you said fuck them so <laughs> I actually think I do like the one from I'm Not There the best just because I really like the addition of the lady vocalist and I think Jones is too saccharine mm-hmm. for me Ooh. and the birds is sweet sweet the birds is a little too similar like it doesn't add enough so for it. messing up the lyrics, which I guess we'll talk about right now after we get a drink. Ooh. Okay, we can do this. Nicorette can help. <laughs> what are you, like a fine print commercial? No, that was fine Daniel earlier. Oh, I said Wacky Wavy Inflatable Arm Flailing Tube Man. Wacky Wavy Inflatable Arm Flailing Tube Man. Well, we can all thank Family Guy for that. They did that to us. Yeah, I don't know what they did. Did you, who's got the? Hillbilly Bindlebum. Button, button. Who's got the button? Oh, sorry. Who's okay. Got the Bringer of darkness. My money's on the switch. What? Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember what that's from, but I know that's right. Fuck me, Kelly. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mike says it. Right. Willow. Right. God, how am yes. I doing the one doing this to you right now? This is crazy. I drank too much. <laughs> Button, button. That's right. The witch. Uh, Willow. That's so high, perky, good with math. It's a natural choice. Okay, okay. And we're back. We're back. We're back. 
We never left. We're about to talk about the lyrics, baby. Oh, I, God Which damn one? it. But first, we're about Which to one? have a shot. Because it's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. In April. The oh, we're also, day of the year. We're celebrating spring. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating uh, Easter. Uh, which we've now changed to today <laughs> it's as well. Day. I don't know what Jesus. you're talking about. It's Jesus' oh, birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. It That's not what it is. Take over a pagan holiday. You're so close. Day. <laughs> you just crab clawing behind me <laughs> Helplessly. <laughs> Someone <laughs> tell me. To the left, to the left. <laughs> Everything you own all is your ju- All your drinks are your to the left. <laughs> okay. Wow. We went two and different one, lyrics. And a two. And to the Jesus and Easter. I drank that one slow, and I still. Who do you think? Still spilled it all. Over who myself. do you think that St. Patrick believes in? The Easter Bunny. Fucking Jesus, bro. Oh yeah, no, you're you right. You can't take away no, Jesus no. out of this holiday. No, you right. I do need some of the shop back stuff, or whatever you call it. Shop towel. Can I have one too? Oh god. Shop rag. The, yeah, no joke. Shop towel. It's shop towel. Thank you. It's, it's D money, K nasty, and shop towel. That's yes, right. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Come back to that. <laughs> Now look at your soup. You best be the cat. The cat needs feeding. You want to do it? Get your hat. Feed the cat. You ain't going nowhere. Look here. You bunch of basement noise. You ain't no punching bag. I see you walking there. You want to do it? Pick up your nose. You can never. Everything's good. We're doing good. Everything's all right, except for maybe the lyrics in this song. Whoa. It's all right, Mom. Only dying is it's or all only right. Isn't that what song it is? Well, it's I all mean, right, Mom. Come only on. dying. Like it makes. It's like, all right, Mom. It's only. It's life and life. Go only. feed the damn cat already. Well, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there first, but we're gonna go kind of line by line. I'm just kind of curious what you guys think about stuff. And as we've said, it's a very romantic song. We're not super mad about it. So I want to just talk, there are some songs, um, there are some versions that sort of riff off of one another. So quote unquote, the official version, number We're two. We're going with the BobDylan.com official. The lyrics. The only source. Going nowhere. Well, no, no, the, the most l- accurate, perfect, infallible source for your Bob yes. Dylan lyrics. And BobDylan.com is the lyrics. So we can say lyrics, like the book, if you got it, it's all in there. So the lyrics version of Bob Dylan, the official version is number two which is the one on the basement tapes, 1975. So clouds so swift, rain won't lift, gates won't close, railings froze. Get up, get your mind off of wintertime. You ain't going nowhere. The difference between that and 1971, of course, is we got Gunga Din, as we've talked about, 1939, uh, Kipling as well. And as we said before, pack up your money, pull up your tent, McGuinn. Mm -hmm. You ain't going nowhere. Which is a dig at the birds. Or not a dig, but McGuinn, that's right. Roger McGuinn. But um, it is, what a weird thing to put in a song. I mean, I find that... To be funny, they don't do a lot of personal, straight-up clapbacks to one another. Oh, yeah, and sure. Especially in that era, too. It's like, these songs are pure songs, and we're going to... It's just the But then it's scene, like, man. hey. It's a brotherhood. McGuinn, way to fuck it up, which I do appreciate. <laughs> Very fun. I, I, I really like that first. I like that version the best because I think it, it creates the... Um, the ro- the romance, if you will, like I think it being a weather report is really sweet, and the clouds, the rain, everything's frozen. Get your mind off of winter time, like that's a mood, as well, the kids would say, it's a vibe. <laughs> I think that this, like, if we're talking about the greatest hits version, our, our Gunga Din version, which I think shall be called the Gunga. Let's Din call it the Gunga Din version. Gunga Din. Uh, 
I think, you know, that and not only is the tempo, like with the banjo, it's a little bit faster. It's so much brighter. But we're, again, with the, so many fitting way more words in here. I oh, think yeah. We're like immediately changing the tone from that laconic. And faster, too. Drunk. Just, I can only say three words. Because I'm Morning, so drunk. Morning, froze. And froze. And froze. No, what's the yeah. next line? Yes. Fuck if I know. Yeah, I wish that it sped up, though, when it was like, get your mind off winter time. And then it's like, you ain't going nowhere. And then, ooh-wee. Right. Because that would be nice. Because it's like, get your mind off the wintertime, the slowness. But isn't that interesting? Out. Tempo is such a funny Tempo thing. Tempo is fun. Music is so cool, man. Whoa. Because it feels faster in that cool. moment. Just because the gang vocals come in. And there's like, it feels. But it's not. The way that it changes. It's not faster. But your brain, you don't but know. But your brain does. Your brain does fuck up. What do you think about the beginning? Does it make you get your mind off wintertime? Does that, does that do anything for you? Um... Uh yeah, <laughs> sure. It gets yeah, my mind off winter time. I'm no. I actually like like these lyrics. Maybe the best of all of them. Well, oh oh, the, uh, these ones. Yeah, uh, just, you don't want just, the cat and Michael. Yeah, yeah. The cat and Michael is. But real, we love Gunga that's a really Din, tough though. one. So Gunga, Gunga Din, Din is, is just great, been... but it's more simplified. This one it feels Opposite. a little bit more po- like no, it's poetic. not simplified because Clouds of Swift, Rain Falling In, gonna see a movie called Gunga Din. There's a lot more words. Pack and up your get, money, pull up I, your like, tent. You're going to see a movie, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, get your mind off wintertime. That feels a little bit more like... But see, the wintertime thing is gone, though. So, like, it does change the entire scope for me of the song when you're like, I need to make this joke about McGuinn real quick. I need to make a joke about like this guy. The f- but the wintertime... Hillbil- uh, 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 hillbilly Bindlebums. But, that's, but you are saying you like the official lyrics. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So yes. you like the wintertime. Yes. You don't care about Gunga Den. I mean, Gunga Din's great, but like, whatever. I don't care that you're seeing a Rudyard Kipling movie. Like, <laughs> I like that we are hillbilly bindlebums and cool. we are sharing our bromance together in this mud heat. And that brings us to the second verse: a gun that shoots. Well, no. So I don't. I don't care how many letters they sent. Oh. Morning came and morning went. Pick up your verse. money. Pack up your tent. You ain't going nowhere. Same sort of vibe for me. Like I love the morning came, morning went. It's again pick romantic, money, and the day tent. if they are bindle bums yeah. and they're hobos, Hillbilly bindle bums yeah. every day. That's what it is. Morning, morning comes, came and morning went. Morning pick up your goes. money, pack up your tent. I mean, like that's the that it's it's there's like a romance embedded within. But is it not the dark? Drudgery. You ain't going nowhere. What then is it? You ain't going yeah, nowhere. Yeah, like if you're it's choosing to live a hillbilly bindle bum lifestyle, then like where are you truly going except for in the direction of your own celebrating heart? You don't think a bindle bum is trying to get. Somewhere. Is he trying they got to like, their bindle. Is he, I know, and like that's all they need in life. No, and I think there's something also, really beautiful no, about that. But maybe they want more. It's a transitory thing. Yeah. Because it's not a it's It not only a nice has like backpack. a can of tuna. I know. It sure. has like a, you know, you maybe a comb or something. Comb, yeah. I know that, that's a luxury it's not item. Enough, but it's not enough. You're trying to get somebody with You ain't going nowhere. I mean, that's the whole thing. You ain't going nowhere. Sorry, help me. Help me out. Nope. Help me here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're not going anywhere is kind of a threat. It's that's yeah. sucks. Yeah. You want to go somewhere. Yeah. You ain't going nowhere can be sad if you are sad about it. Right. But if you love it, but if you sign love on the it, window, perfect world. I'm living off in Utah and we're hanging out. Then it's like, you ain't going nowhere. Great. Give me awesome. that lazy boy. Let's hang out. Let's enjoy yes. whatever life gives. But it's like Beautiful. the opposite is a threat because mm-hmm. you're stuck forever. And you're net, you ain't going nowhere. You're never going to get to that next layer. So if you're a bindle mm. bum, yeah, you might romanticize your lifestyle, but you've been a bum. I've been a bum. We've all been bums. Mm. It, it, it gets up. tired. You want to stop being a bum. You at want some something point. more. Exactly. And be able to go somewhere. And go somewhere, but not even physically. You don't even have fi- just emotionally, mentally, everything. Yeah. It's not even about Spiritually. being somewhere. It's something different. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Growth, change, growth, growth. Yeah, and like so it's fun developing to bend the bum around. As we've all been to bum, bum stuff, we love bum stuff, <laughs> but we can't all be bum stuff forever. I don't know. It's it's really I like the the repetition of of not of the lyrics, but just the morning came, the morning went, mm-hmm. winter time. It's like they've been through multiple winters. It's wild. You know, for the chorus, if you do think about it, like the the bride situation, like either if it's yeah. eminent, like I'm getting married tomorrow, or like we're waiting for something to come. But like the you ain't going nowhere can feel stifling because you're stuck, right? You're stagnant. You can't go anywhere. But I think it could also be if in our uh, Bindlebum bromance scenario, yeah. it could it could be reaffirming if you're nervous about the situation. Like my exactly. life's about to change. I I'm mean, so scared. I don't know what to do next. Like, totally don't worry, man. It. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like we're still Aww. here. Aww. We're okay. That's it. You're not it's going fine. anywhere. You're yeah. cool. It's fine. Like so, yeah, like it's in a reassuring way sure. instead of in like a condemning sort of way. Yeah, and, like, that's I, great. I feel that too, Kelly. I think that's so beautiful. Well, that's why yeah. this is a great song. It turns out because look, it can be <laughs> layers. It could be accusatory. It could be a threat. It can be reassuring. The best songs are worry, those songs. As we've like said. you ain't going nowhere. We're Bindle buddies for life. Bindle man. buddies. <laughs> bindle buds. Bindle buds. You guys are my bindle buddies Aww. for life. <laughs> Thanks, bindle buddy. So, which one do you guys like better? So, the I, the the official version is "Buy Me a Flute and a Gun That Shoots," "Tailgates and Substitutes." I'm partial to "Strap Yourself to a Tree with Roots." You ain't going oh, nowhere. That's nice. The other one is very like. I mean, you could say that that's kind of. People um, say, you know, very Mother Goosey. I mean, even the tree with roots. Oh, like, sure. you can see that in a, a nursery rhyme. Oh, my God. This whole, is, this whole song is very nursery rhyme. A dog that talks ex- and walks. Come on. But, yeah. The other one's more explicit, right? So it's buy, buy me some rings and a gun that sings, a flute that toots and a bee that stings, or yeah. a bird that sings. Uh, a sky that cries and a bird that flies, a fish that walks and a dog that talks. That's or like some Doctor Seuss that talks nonsense. And a fish that walks. Silly garbage nonsense. Um, it's like but remember it, this song. Remember this song. The song's well, full of Easter eggs. Imagine, it's almost as if it's a certain holiday. No, if you're gonna name Saint boot- Patrick's Day. If you're gonna name a bootleg <laughs> after a band you love, you're not gonna choose lyrics from someone else, right? You're gonna choose a bootleg. Yeah, but why don't you pick? Oh, from this. From this boot. Never mind. Yeah. You, you're making a boot like a Bob Dylan song. So you're not going to be like, what are the Eagles doing today? No, uh, I meant more just like, you know, why don't you pick something from, you know, Life in the Joker Man or fucking, Bob Dylan. You know, but well, if you're talking about the bass, no, no, Joker no, Man's no, not no, around. No. And I, I know, I know. Deep cuts. <laughs> Anyways, so what do we prefer? Do we prefer him going yeah. off on the nursery rhyme tangent? No, I hate the nursery rhyme. Or do we rhyme. like the more subdued I, one? I appreciate that there's a reference to dogs talking and fish walking, but I think, like, as soon as I heard that and saw that, I was like, this is stupid. The song has lost me at the Dr. Seuss um, uh, malarkey. All right, uh, so, so, like, back to our hobo friends oh enjoying their lives. What and if all, that's what they want? Though? All they want is a flute to make music oh, no, because music is their lives. They want a gun that shoots. Obviously, every hillbilly bindle want bum wants a gun sings. that shoots um, because the flute sings. That's I know, but the gun why. shoots people. Why do you want to shoot people? No, it's very you're violent. shooting your deer. You're shooting your squirrels. You're yeah. shooting your rabbits. You're shooting your food. You are surviving in the wilderness with your best friend, your hillbilly bindle bum buddy. Um, ooh, that was just a got an extra layer. Porn hub I saw. <laughs> um, and then strap yourself to the tree that roots. Like I, I actually like the tr- the. Um, Do you like that tree with roots? The tree with roots version of the other of the nursery <laughs> rhyme song a little bit better, but ultimately, like it's just it just loses you at the like mother goose Doctor Seuss. No, but doesn't that sort of talk that really for me it like highlights the wanting to have what we've talked about here, where it's like you're scared of making roots putting down roots you know so strap yourself you might not be able to put roots down but strap yourself to something with roots yeah. and you yourself will have roots 
just you got to stay somewhere. I mean, you got to do the that thing. That seems like really true to Bob Dylan. Like he doesn't seem like a person who can stay in one place and grow roots. Yeah. He's like a wanderer. He's like somebody who travels. Why so strap yourself to a tree true. with roots is like sounds but don't like you think potentially a beautiful. You could grow, but also it's a trap at the same Wouldn't time. Wouldn't a bindle bum want that though? At the end of their bindle, yes, when the bindle bum is done and their their comb is broken, they gotta they gotta stop. And it's <laughs> and they like they're just plant gonna their choose. bindle into the ground well, and let it grow. Well, the place that they're at, they're gonna say, "I need. I'm gonna strap myself here." And I think that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing, Kelly. What's up? That line specifically is great. Yeah. I, I mean, like the strap yourself to the tree with roots. I mean, you have to have the self-awareness to know that you need support. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like I can't do this on my own. I need something to ground me. Literally. Uh, That's a really sweet little metaphor. It is. I, I'm going to waffle back and forth here because I think that this verse in the uh, basement tapes version is, is a lot stronger. I I think the tree with roots thing is, is way stronger, even though I still like, um, how euphonically it yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. with it the more keeps words going and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean like it, it sounds, it sounds really good, but I think that it, this, I think that the banjo version, the greatest hits version, um, feels like more of a straightforward song. It's a little less esoteric. Um, but this verse lets it down because we're talking be that stings and the, the yeah. part, dog that barks where I, as like the Genghis Khan verse, as we'll get to, I think Genghis that Khan. that's Genghis uh, Khan. for the greatest hits version. It, it makes it more poetic and, and metaphorical feeling. Whereas this one kind of does the inverse. So I think this this verse for the greatest hits version is the weakest one. Ooh, and for the basement tapes version is the, is the, the best one. one. Excellent a- Kelly Bravo. That's my opinion. <laughs> so whatever. It's gorgeous. a nice IMO. one. And it's the right one. It's the right one. Uh, and then finally, yeah, well, the perfect segue into Genghis or Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Uh, so my Genghis new Khan, favorite Genghis way. Khan. He could not keep it. all his kings supplied with sleep. We'll climb up that hill no matter how steep. When we get to it or Genghis Khan and his brother, Don, who's Don, uh, could not keep on keeping on. We'll climb that bridge after it's gone or when it's dumb and gone. OK, so immediately after we're way past it, Sorry. which I kind of like all I can think of is like another Easter egg shout out to like Don and like whoever he is in whatever band. And remember that one time he got shit faced and passed out and couldn't cross the bridge or like get on the airplane <laughs> the next nice, tour nice, or whatever. Nice. nice. That's all I could think when I heard this line. Like, and Don, hey! So especially I since that's what's going on you, yeah, remember she, in this she song. She couldn't cross the bridge. Kelly! <laughs> falling hey. down on the Burnside Bridge! That was Pop officially crawl. eight what? years ago yesterday. Eight what? years ago? <laughs> Holy fuck! And you had a crutch? That's right. <laughs> I like the bike cops. I'm sorry, They're Gang- all like, sorry, ma'am, no. are you okay? The, the lyrics are Genghis Khan and his, and his sister brother. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I didn't have a rap for you this year. It made me oh feel gosh, really bad. Already, not. Already oh, don't, yeah. What? We hung out on my birthday. That's great. Yeah, and you should have rapped. When you can't be around like me, the, the song is it's fantastic. Okay. But we got to hang out and say it, which was also great. So you think that the 71 version is better. You like the Brother Don? Or I do. Like It's more fun. I, but do you like the we'll climb the bridge after it's gone after we're way past it or you know we'll climb the hill the hill is so, such an easier metaphor we all know that one no matter how steep we'll climb it mm-hmm. when we get up to it right but we'll climb we'll climb that bridge right excuse me uh, when it's dumb and gone is part of the like the um, alternate version mm. from uh, the sessions with happy Trom, which doesn't make any sense and then when we're way past it after we're way past it how are you climbing a bridge after you're past it i know it makes no sense why i think this is like a self-reflective thing where it's like inevitably you're gonna fuck up the bridge is you're gonna burn your bridge and it's gonna turn into a ladder that you have to climb up because you fucked it up yeah Uh, and you 
you'll remember all this stuff way after the fact. Like, you got this thing, you handled it the way you had to because you're just trying to get through the day. And then years go by and you're like, oh, that's how that that would have Isn't made so much more sense. Right? Like, you're going to keep repeating the same patterns well, the until idea you get it. of even climbing a bridge, which is like, you would like laugh at that. But it's like, sometimes it's hard just to walk in life. Sometimes, yes. sometimes <laughs> even like, no, no, not physically, but just like the line is not, it doesn't have to be as hard as you make it. You know, like it's just a straight shot. And, you know, you're climbing it for no reason. Oh, yeah. That's almost, nice. you yeah. know? I mean, how many of us do stupid shit that just impede our life? For no reason, you could just walk on through and it's like, no, I'll just like kind Make of climb this ten off times harder. for a second and climb <laughs> on. I, these, these 10 steps, I have to climb on the side of the bridge. And then I have to climb and I got to do it on a somersault. And it's everyone like, no, else is like, just, we just took the we escalator. Just, we just walked. We, you could just walk. Across. You could drive the bridge even. But it's like, yeah, you're like making it even harder. And after we're way past it, I kind of like that, Kelly. Yeah, you made you're making this strong. You're oh, making the case. Right. I mean, I was going to say seventy one was great because of Happy Trom and how nice it sounds, but like maybe lyrically it is a little bit maybe better. Huh. It just gave me more to cling to for some reason. I don't know if maybe because I was enjoying it musically more, yeah. but it just it made me want to look for the metaphor where the other stuff was so outlandish and like kind of pieced together. You know, the park bench type of thing. Sure. Where I it was so lost to see that there wasn't any point. Yeah. Where this is like, oh, I could kind of, we could metaphor, we could poem this a you little like, bit. Poem this you bit. like Dawn? Yes, the Dawn version. I don't know about that, man. I, I, I like it, man. Well, you're not, are you not down with that? Do you not like the bridge metaphor? You're walking on the bridge, you're making it harder than you have to. I love Kelly's bridge take. Oh, okay. I think that is absolutely <laughs> incredible. I think it's just but totally But you don't like Don? You it, hate well, her like, as a person? We'll climb What's the hill. The... I, no, 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 no. Like, I, you know, we'll climb the hill no matter how steep, like. Like there's still integrity there. Like it's still a statement of like we're going to do this. But we're isn't it do cliche? It no matter what, isn't like, it cliche though? It, I mean, like by comparison, yeah. is climbing a hill versus crossing a bridge like more, less, more or less cliche? Well, you never climb a bridge. I mean that, like that's why it's not cliche. <laughs> I mean bro. that's why the lyrics are so profound. Is well, because it's not who climbs a I'm, not, I'm not trying to make it profound. That just I'm not seems like mishmash English. That's to fine. Me. <laughs> I think that a lot of people would agree with you saying that, even if you're doing it in jest. I think that a lot of people would say that's dumb because you don't do that yeah. but when you're saying but it's cliche I mean it is cliche and the worst thing you can do in my opinion as a songwriter and the worst of Bob Dylan is when he goes so cliche when it's boring because and we that like is your it. outlandish nonsense we cl- no no it's not about the outlandish it's just we climbed a hill no matter how steep we're gonna get up there yeah, yeah just don't quit that's don't cliche. quit. It's just a motivation poster. Yeah, it's boring. Boring. It's way less so interesting saying, than climbing we're a bridge. Climb a bridge that makes no sense. And, and sure. And again, maybe I'm, I'll, <laughs> I'll no have sense. to fight it because you could just be like, "Oh, you just like it because it makes no sense." It's like, yeah, I do. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> what That's do I say why to we that? Love Bob Dylan, so shut up. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and we here. don't come to him for cliches. He's almost the anti-cliche. Yes, he's. But anti-cliche. when he does cliche, it's like even it's 10 a grown, times worse. grown. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, how do you feel about Don Daniel? Don doesn't. I never think about. I never think about Don as a, as a being. It doesn't matter like, to that's me. Like a I think about that bridge. To me, like it's so dumb. Climb I the hate bridge. it. Climb the bridge. What does that mean? So, I never so think you, about you. Don. Like care about one lyric profoundly. I don't care about and Genghis like Khan. completely discount another. Genghis Khan can suck it. Did Genghis Khan? Did, let's talk about did Genghis. Genghis or Genghis Khan have a brother named Don? Did you look this up <laughs> before you came here tonight? There is no Mongol named, named Don. Don. <laughs> I just. Cannot stress that enough. People <laughs> no think it's Mongol people want to say it's Don Everly, the Everly brothers. Oh, really? So like Phil is like basically saying that like Phil is a piece of shit. 
The, so he's it, Genghis so Khan, like and then a, his brother Don. Oh, so that's what some people think. I think talk. that's like really, like really fucked. I don't think that's true at all. I I think he's just literally Don keeping on. Yeah, Don and Don. Can I just say I wrote these lyrics by hand while listening to it? So when it said Don, I wrote Don D A W N. Kelly, that's beautiful. <laughs> even, Don, even though it's which a... I know, fun. Brother but, Don, welcome. Well, yeah. Well, don't I mean... we say that like Genghis Don, Genghis Khan was so um, and his brother the Don. That's beautiful. No, no, no. But, but I like your take. But on Genghis all Khan this. was such a like um, omnipresent person yeah. that he was like the sun everything. and the moon. Why wouldn't his brother be Don? Be the Don yeah. because like you control the whole universe. I mean. I mean, that's a, I think that's a brother that were like God. Well, and then you can make the yeah. next line even more impressive if it's d- like the concept of the new, next morning coming because he couldn't. <gasps> the next morning coming, died. his brother Dawn. Oh my God, died. Kelly, you're just could not keep on yeah. stealing my heart tonight. I like it. Yeah, even do, conquerors you, have to stop. They do after we're way past it. They're way past their prime. They're just, they're, they ain't going nowhere. And then they'll die. They ain't going nowhere. And there's See, no more he doesn't. Dawns. He doesn't repeat that. So what do we think about that? He doesn't bring up the we ain't going nowhere, right? So that's a constant sort it's of end constant. refrain, on, especially on the yeah. first and version it. Of it doesn't always but make they, sense to it, every though. verse. He doesn't do it in um, uh, 71. Almost never. You know, you ain't going nowhere. He does oh, yeah, it on yeah. the first one. But the rest of them are just standard. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even bring it up. So hmm. oh. that's weird. Interesting. Anyways, uh, so we love the chorus. <laughs> We love the course. We love the bride. We love my man, you know, coward. But it's, she's a coward, I mean, yeah, but I respect it. I to, like it too. To me, though, the chorus you know, is I'm definitely me. like a forlorn, like, uh, tomorrow is when my bride will come. Like, it's like a, you know, it's not recognizing the moment for what a celebration that it is, even though it is, because we're singing this song so joyously. It's like, yeah. tomorrow is when all these things, great things are going to happen. And That's when I'm going to sit down in my easy chair, which yeah. to me, like, when he says that, is just literally his lazy boy. Like, me too, me too. I, well, but even the whole, like, we're going to fly down in the easy chair. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, isn't it so, like, yeah, there's just so much tension to, like, we're well, it's like sexual passion and, like, it's going to be so exciting and we'll have our honeymoon and then we'll go into our lives nice and easy and comfy. But still, it's happening tomorrow. It's yeah. not happening right now. There's still, like, a longing for this yeah. experience. Because right now, we're not going anywhere. Like, let's get this. Let's, like, let's get this little hot lady. Tomorrow's the day my bride's gonna come. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we're gonna fly down in the easy chair. Down in the easy chair. You ain't going nowhere. Kendra, does this song work today? Would you recommend this song to a passerby? To Jesus. another, um, you know, to an extraterrestrial. Or a friend. In the world. There's levels. Friends, yeah. yeah, yeah a passerby, an extraterrestrial, or a passer friend. Passerby, or an extraterrestrial. An extraterrestrial Honestly, I think the extraterrestrial would enjoy the spontaneity of the lyrics. And no. the, um, like, general transmission of the message of the song itself and how it comes through and, like, it gets appealed to the masses in a way that isn't even via the messenger. Like, that's a very extraterrestrial way of communicating. So, in my opinion, yes, I would recommend to an extraterrestrial. Okay. Um, a friend? No. <laughs> <laughs> which no. one of the ones would you, if, if you were to recommend, you had to, which one would you recommend of all of them? Um, <clears throat> probably like the... Do you hate this friend? I guess it's probably the best question. <laughs> maybe, if you maybe hate them, like, it's number one, right? But if you like them, maybe it's like if, if you want to hear a really nice, pretty song, you can listen to the Joan Byatt version Ooh, of this song. Maybe you have heard this song by the birds, but if you really want to know where it came from, 
don't listen to the I'm going to smack you if you don't feed the cat version. Listen to the... Uh, Kelly, what do you listen uh, to the does this song, the, uh, song number one on the playlist? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're you're weird. Like we've been pretty effusive in a lot of ways. It's funny that you would say, Kendra, that you didn't like it because like there are moments where you're like, I mean, this is like a very romantic. Like you know, we've been effusive, but it's weird because like you were effusive, but like do we? Is it? Like, well, I mean, I kind of feel what you're saying. Work today is so specific, right? So yeah, today. Does the basement tapes version work? No. Like on the face of it, that sounds dated and fucked up and not well produced. And yeah. no, it's wacky and silly. And no, wacky and silly. But yeah. even the greatest hits, I think there's a place for, especially now, like a little bit of the revival folky, sure. fun twee kind of banjo, sure. or whatever. Clap, clap, stomp. So I think that could stomp, definitely clap, work. Stomp. Sure. That's what we're calling that style of music these Good. days. Uh, well, that's really a mouthful. Gotcha, what was it again? Clap? Stomp, clap, stomp. Stomp, gotcha. clap, stomp, hey. clap, clap, stomp. Oh, 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 clap, oh sorry. Clap, stomp, hey. hey. We can just call it hey ho. But okay. Uh, okay. Clap, stomp, hey. She's, she's Lumineer. Yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> she's a Lumineer fan. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. I'm not a fan. Oh, sorry. It sounds it's like It's just what the style of music is called. Clap, stomp, hey. Hey. Anyways. Yeah. Kelly got it. Sorry. So I think that it could fit in that. I think yeah. the greatest hits version could fit along with that. So, yes and no. No. Well, I don't know. What do you think? I said it's fun, so yes. <laughs> yes, because fun, fun transcends time. still works today. Everyone wants to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. I think mm-hmm. that's all you mm-hmm. need. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, think, I think... especially because, today. I've fun enjoyed, is all you need. I've fun is all you need. I've enjoyed our conversation. I think that we made this into a lot of stuff. The best Bob Dylan songs are when you create bindle bums out of them. And you have people Billy and doing stuff like, uh, honestly, like it's so specific at moments. Obviously, number one is like too specific, but the rest of them is like, you can feel like I'm going to see a movie called Gunga Din. Like what <laughs> weird love the phrasing. That sounds so good. That's why mm. Kipling put it in a poem. It sounds mm. great in on your, your mouth. mouth. Gunga Din. And so like you put that into a song. It's again, that's it's that weird edge of specificity to make it universal and you can go too far. I think number one is like a great case of too far. Yeah. It's so Michael, Michael feed the the cat, cat. Michael, not great. But then it's like, I'm going to see a movie called Gunga Din. You don't know the movie, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to see that indie movie too. That no one's ever heard of. Like I've never heard of that. So it's like, I'm doing that. So I think it's just fun. I think that it's a cool version where the um, popular versions are popular enough that you're going to listen to the birds at some point. You're going to listen to Baez. So it's kind of one of those great songs that's like popular and people love it. And you're going to come across it at some point. So you could see this song in a movie. Yeah. I'll just say that you could see 71. You could see the weird Michael and the cat version. You could see the basement tapes in a movie, in a monologue or in a um, montage. You could see it at the end credits. Yes. It's a song about love. It's a song about friendship. It's a song about a buddy-buddy flick. It's a song about bum stuff. Bum stuff. Hillbilly Bindle Bum Buddies stuff. Uh, That's definitely a (laughs) Pornhub. The cat needs feeding. You're the one to do that. Get your hat. Feed the cat. You ain't going nowhere. Oh, ride me high. Tomorrow's the day that my bride's gonna come. Oh, we gonna sit down in the easy chair.
no. Yeah, this was the uh, number one version. This is the menacing version. You ain't going nowhere? Oh, if you're not going anywhere, you should follow SOTW Pod. We, we publish intermittently. So next time that your door unlocks is the next time that we tweet out something. So enjoy our Twitter and our Instagram if you like songs from a long time ago. Uh, we also have a Patreon, SOTW, nope, Patreon.so, Patreon. Patreon.com slash SOTW Pod. For all of your Patreon needs. And if you want to give us a dollar, that's great. And we love you so much. And we just can't offer you enough because we're broken people and we're doing our best. And you love us for that. <laughs> and if you are cool with that, then we're cool with you and we'll do anything that you ask of us. Wow. Period. I would like to caveat that. That was a port on myself. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that back a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but if you, but, it, but if you're more of a casual fan and you don't care about Instagram or Twitter or all that kind of shit, you can. And honestly, this is the best way to do it. You listen to our playlist. You can go to see that my playlist is kept clean, which is the podcast. Sorry, which is the playlist that is always updated with wherever we are in time. So if you're listening to this in the year 2027, after the aliens come down and they're rocking, you ain't going nowhere all the time. It's too loud. Woo! You can still, you know where we're at in time. We're probably listening to this song again forever. But if you want to just listen to this playlist from this episode, even though we're weighing on from 2022, you can go to our show notes, sftwpot.com, baby.com, and you can do all of that. Ooh, bow, bow. Anyways, welcome back to the playlist for the second time. Dusty Springfield. Ain't no Do we have Angel of the Morning? been gone. Before? Do you remember? You don't know. It's you fine. Are. Evanescence Dusty. for the second time. Oh, yes. Second time. Going under. Yes. You're welcome. Do you remember the, the first time? Evanescence? No. It better not be the one with it, the 12 no, it, stones guy. It was, I don't know what that is, but it's episode 69. Uh, giggity. Nice. 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 <laughs> and we saw a about bringing it to life. Yeah, it is. It is. Parentheses. Synthesis. That's the, 12, the one. The 12, oh, but that's see, that's Amy, whatever her name is. I want to say Grant. Amy it's Lee. not Grant. Lee. Lee. Fuck me. God. Lee. Yeah, yeah. Of course. It, that's Amy Lee's uh, solo album oh. version of uh, that song. Cool. But it's the same life song. The it's the same song. But it's slightly different. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't think the 12 Stones guy is on that Wake version. me up. Wake me up. I can't say, wake up. Say, I can't wake me up. Yeah. Say my name and say I can't wake up. I can't wake up. I wake up. Before I come undone. Save me. Call my name and save me from the dark. Do 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 For the fourth time, of course, Joe Baez and uh, the birds for the fourth time. For oh, wow. Time for neck and neck. Fourth, and also the fourth time for Kendrick Lamar. Yes. You Kendrick ain't got a lie, Mama said. And for the 11th time, Radiohead, no surprises. Absolutely. I, how apt. No surprises uh, there. One of the top that Johnny Cash, you know, against me, Menziger's, you know, the regulars are at the top of our oh, sure, sure. playlist world, uh, which you can go back and listen to every playlist from our website, sotwpod.com. Welcome to the playlist for the very first time, Michael 
Kiwanuko. Oh my God, is that the Michael from like, you know, Michael? No, Michael Kiwanuko. You ain't the problem. Excellent. That's a great song. Excellent stuff. Cut copy. Going nowhere. Mm-hmm. We love cut copy. Raspberries. Right. Going nowhere tonight. Who are the raspberries? No we idea. have no idea. We'll wait for the raspberries episode. Uh, uh, regard Troy Sivan, Tate McRae, you. <laughs> Doja Cat ain't shit. We love Doja Cat. As yeah, we I said, know. we need to go back and redo that. Uh, Diggable Planets, the greatest, where I'm from. And of course, uh, Glenn and Morkana, which we've already talked about. You ain't going nowhere for That's the first right. time for them. Our playlist was pretty good. We were also people in the world of these last two weeks or so. Who wants to go first? Kendra. Yes, me. I was a person. I did, you, I did person people things. You've been a person in the last year. Yeah, since that's true. I know. Well, I can't Widow. think back quite that far. doesn't matter. What were you doing in this week, this okay. year, this century? What are you doing? Um, I'm, I, like, uh, I started tattooing. I've been doing a lot of drawings and tattooing. I made an NFT collection. I'm going to be selling that. Don't ask yeah, me wow. what it means. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, I watched this really, <sighs> really hilarious, funny show. Um, that's like written and directed by Taika Waititi, everyone's favorite, what we do in the shadows, um, yes. filmmaker person. And it's about gay pirates. It's called Our Flag Means Death. And I thought it was really funny and really ridiculous. And um, so so ridiculous that at times you're just like, what the fuck? Which I think is kind of applicable to a Bob Dylan podcast because um, there are similar instances when I am experiencing his songs and I feel the same way. <clears throat> so um, I'm going to recommend that show to audiences um at least the very first episode will should should enrich your life for better if not for worse um otherwise music wise i have been listening to um like uh i don't even know how to explain this like meditation ascension hip-hop um and i i got turned on to these like young hip uh like black hip-hop ascension artists in los angeles during some time I spent down there and uh, I saw I saw Free Soul and Lava and they're like this gorgeous, amazing, dynamic duo of music and power. Um, and I just saw Illuminati Congo who came here, whose music is just enormously fantastic. And also Lizzie Jeff, who is so incredible and amazing. She came here to Portland and hosted uh, like a Zen and Kush after hours party. Um, which like had had like weed like they were passing out joints and like it was uh, meditation and it was yoga and it was her putting on a concert and like she was just like the embodiment of sexy goddess juicy goodness so super obsessed with Lizzie Jeff right now she is amazing and any of the aforementioned um, Ascension hip-hop artists that's like what I've been into lately you guys otherwise I've like uh, Antenna's new album is fantastic lots of those festival deep dirty bass vibes happening over here um i've been listening to a lot of dirty wolves this week and that's spelled d-r-r-t-y-w-u-l-v-z with all caps like all the wolves uh, the vowels are gone so uh all the vowels are gone there's a couple double consonants you know that's how the cool kids roll these days sure sure i said they rolled in 2013 but yes we're still rolling (laughs) now baby uh, <laughs> it's the it's the new earth we are making magic happen so on to this um new incredible world we're making of music and magic oh man it's been a long time since we've done this i feel like i've watched a million things and also i can't remember a single one of them so they couldn't have been that important right uh we did watch a couple of nicholas cage movies hello. we watched mandy hello uh yay 
say it port of call the last time i was on this podcast i recommended this amazing movie and it's called bad lieutenant port of call new orleans cool. starring nicholas cage directed by Werner herzog it was a really 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 incredible movie we watched it two days ago kelly what did you think uh it was ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous but like a wink and a nod to the camera we know we're doing kind of ridiculous which i appreciate but also then we watched vampire's kiss which i think is not a wink and the nod to the camera of ridiculous i think they were trying to make a very straightforward movie and it's absolutely batshit insane because nicholas cage is not a real person so <laughs> incredible vampire's kiss was definitely my favorite of the three yeah i mean mandy is like a fun art house thing but like Listen, listener. Listen, 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 listener. listener. Listen, are if you, you want to have listener? a sexy date night with your hot, sexy friend that you're trying to get into Pornhub with you, but you haven't quite got there yet, invite them over to your house and For say, Mandy. we're going to have a double feature. No, not Mandy. Too draggy. We're going to watch Bad Lieutenant, and then we're going to watch Vampire's Kiss. It's hot. It's sexy. Nicolas Cage is crazy. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to hug each other. It's going to turn into <laughs> Pornhub night. Uh, Kendra and I went to a show. Which is the first one I've been to in like two years, man, since we saw Francis Quinlan back in March of 2020. Um, it was just a little local thing with a band that I recommended on the podcast before, A Collective Subconscious, which is like an amazing local port- a band. A very great local band. They have three albums. All of them are available on Spotify. So They're great. if you Come haven't checked them out yet, please do that. But another band that played right after them was another Portland local band, Weird. Uh, called 9.40 p.m. Amazing. A little... And you bought all of their records? No. I, well, I did. I bought the one. <laughs> the one I was like, no, I didn't. No way I did buy the one cassette they had available. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's oh, called 9.40 p.m. Yes, I do. Oh, wow. I mean, I have a, a like a Walkman. Cool. All right. <laughs> it would have worked. Cool. So you can plug it into a speaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, 9.40 p.m. They, they only have one... EP out on Bandcamp, but you can definitely check that out. Uh, it's called Wave. It's only got five tracks on it, but they were fantastic, man. Like if yeah. you are into My Bloody Valentine, listen to this band because it's it's that, but it's you know from twenty twenty two instead of from nineteen eighty nine. They were fabulous. So, Thank God music is happening again. I was dying. Yeah, I know it was yeah, so nice. Like there was like the right amount of people. They checked for the vaccine cards at the door, so I didn't like feel weird. I, I, I just haven't yeah. been out, so it was oh, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, and definitely my wife is like super sketched out about that. So it was nice to be able to go to a place where it's like, we're taking vaccines and we're doing, you know, we have flex. <laughs> so anyway, yes, 9.40 p.m. Um, also, Rena Jones out of nowhere. So I think I've, I probably definitely recommended her 2006 album, uh, Driftwood. The song Open Me Slowly specifically is just like fucking fantastic. And it looks like, mm. according to Spotify, that everyone else also loves that song because it's got three and a half million uh, listens. So let's go. there we go. But she finally came out with another album in 2021 that I totally passed me by. It got recommended to me just like, a, oh, let's see what I like. But way yeah. after it had been released, I was like, what the fuck? She came out with another album because she hasn't come out with one since 2013. So the new one is Whoa. Allegories, I guess new from last year. Uh, it's, it's very good. She... I didn't realize that she was like some wonderkind. She's been playing the cello and all kinds of stringed instruments since she was like a child. So oh. her first album, uh, Transmigration in 2005, oh. that came out and she was like 18. Wow. Like, And then the follow-up, Driftwood, 2006, she's like 19 or 20 playing this stuff. So it was like she went away for a couple of years, but she's still – she's so young and like – She's been doing a lot of stuff. Did she's she play with a bunch other people's people stuff? Or? Yeah, sure. she's, she's done a little bit, but she really kind of disappeared yeah. for a while. And she's fucking from here, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Portland. Yeah. Portland. Multi-instrumentalist. Rena Jones at age 30 boasts more than 30 collaborative albums. Three full-length solo albums. 20 years of classical. See, that's what I was like. She's 30 years. and has 20 years of... I was like, what the fuck? Fucking ass. Um, so, yeah. Maybe she's not from here. I thought. A Cloud City at her own... Pre- oh, yeah, Oregon. There we go. 
So she's collaborating on her own products and engineer in home state of Oregon at Wildwood Studios Cloud City Sound, yeah. which I got to assume is here-ish. If you're in Oregon, it's close enough. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Rena Jones. It's great that she's back. So Allegories, check that out. And I don't know. We've done a lot. We watched Daniel and I have been watching Alone. And we watched like that Witcher series that Daniel recommended forever ago with Joseph Anderson. Joseph Anderson. It's real good. Watch. Oh, he's the sexy guy, huh? With the hair. Oh, that's uh, Henry Cavill that plays. Oh, 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 yes. In Geralt the show. of Rivia yes. in the show. No, we watched a five-hour video on the... Witcher 2, after I watched the four-hour video on Witcher 1. Yes. And uh, Witcher 3 has yet to be released. Breaking down the game. Anyway, I'm sure it did some other stuff, but what if, what are you up to, Daniel? Did you have an epic road trip? Oh, and thanks. Your car breakdown? Or? Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> I drove across America, and my car broke down in Batavia, Iowa. Again, if anyone's from Batavia, Iowa, hit me up. Fuck you. Oh! No, <laughs> no thank God for you. The only reason I stopped there... <laughs> Is because I could see your gas station. Everywhere else on that highway was an obscure gas station. You know, those gas stations you never know if you're going to have to drive five miles to get to. Sure. So I saw this gas station. Five great. miles you don't have in the gas tank get to. Well, I was fine. The gas was fine. I wasn't How in need of gas. How much did you pay for gas, Daniel? Oh, my God. I don't know what the gas was, Kendra, <laughs> because my car broke down. My serpentine bulb broke, and then my More AC important shit happened. It was awful. <laughs> So before I got there, it was great because I was listening to my road trip playlist that I haven't listened to in a long time. A lot of great road trip. Anything on the road, including on the road from Willie Nelson. On the road again? No! It's on there, but I didn't get to it. I didn't hear it. But we, I, I listened to my Cosmic Country, my Emerging Americana, my Indigo, and my Pollen playlist oh, nice. for Grandma. We're hanging out with Grandma. Grandma, she's the rock. Protect the rock. Got the rock. Oh, <laughs> like a rock. I got the oh, rock. To South Dakota. Love you, Grandma. If you're listening, ha, you don't know what podcasts are. You're not listening. <laughs> but she's great, and she's loving her life. I listened to Charlie Pride, sens- sensational Charlie Pride record from 1968. Elvis. I'm continuing my Elvis from 1960s. I've listened to all the 1950s. Now I'm in 1960. I listened to His Hand in Mine. Who do you think His Hand is? Is it God? No. Nope. Is it Jesus? It's Jesus. Okay. And... <laughs> Something for everybody. The Beach Boys, Wild Honey from 1967. I want to say fucking great. Excellent. Beach Boys are so fucking good. Dionne Warwick. You don't think about her. Boom. Anyone who had a heart. It's fucking awesome. And the Gaslight Anthem came back together. We did Molly and went to go see Gaslight Anthem. Oh my God, that was so great. You reminded me. I was like, that that was amazing. And Handwritten turns 10 years old, roughly about right now, as this podcast is coming out. Yes. And uh, Gaslight Love that album. Anthem are now a band again. Incredible. And they're going to be touring. So maybe somebody <gasps> will go and see it. I have returned to my five mic challenge, everybody. Yay! Source of words. Brand oh, Nubian. Source, just source. The Source of words, yes. Brand the Nubian. Yeah, the source. Brand Nubian, one for all. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> a Tribe Called Quest, low end theory. Yes. I, need I say more? Yes. It's fucking fine. Incredible. And I, I just, I've forgotten. It's been so long since I've listened to Illmatic by mm-hmm. Nas. Nas, yes. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's fucking 38 minutes long. Oh, wow. So short. Perfect. It's perfect. Here it came out. New records. We love new records. Pup. That's the right. The unraveling of Pup the band. Woo! 
Bones was pretty good. We love pop. What did we you? Love did them. anything really stick to you? I couldn't tell you what name one of the songs, but I'm I'm terrible at that anyway. Uh, I like the continuation of the piano, like getting yeah, shittier yeah, the and shittier four as we go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah ending democracy mm-hmm. in this band. Fuck you. Yes, excellent stuff. I mean, Waiting was on the EP. This um, this place sucks ass EP, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So Waiting was already known, which was great. Um, but um. Cause I'm still wait. No, no, that's waiting. What is the song? What is the first song? The the big. The, uh, totally fine. Cause oh, I'm totally yeah, fine. Yeah, I totally like that, fine. Yeah. Matilda uh, and so Robot Rifle Love if I'm songs. Something or totally or totally fine. fine. The video. Have you seen the video? No. We should watch the video when we go inside. Anyways, that's my life. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> Beautiful, wonderful. Do we want to do a shot before we go to our endings? Because we gotta, you gotta pick some words. Yes. And maybe you sure, guys can pick it. some Ooh, words. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, oh, oh. Cheers. Shots. Spin them up. Oh God. What the fuck? Down in an easy chair. Yeah. Someone dropped their shit all over my arm. It was her. I saw her. God. <laughs> Arrestor! Officers! You're a narc! I'm a kind of creator. I'm just... Show me the content. Kendra? I want to see it. It's hot. Oh, God. Tangent. Recording? Are you recording? Recording? Yes, I am. Fuck! Kendra, can you please pick for Kelly and I our next episode? Okay. I want to say the word... Sorry. I have to introduce what you're doing. I'm getting a download. Refrigerator. Nope. Nope. Re- rephrase that incoming message from the big <laughs> giant Kendra <laughs> cantankerous Ooh. 100% cantankerous let's is not part stay to like one or two syllables <laughs> just throwing that out there I spell cantankerous no Can't. don't even okay we're don't done even try. we're not gonna count that so another word <laughs> quantifiable so- okay what did I just say <laughs> is Matt Nope. Okay, so you're going to get half real words and half not real Kendra, words. There's a real person at the end of this line who's making songs. Not cantankerous. You don't want to hear that. What do you want to hear, though? Um, you want to hear aliens? You want to hear... Ooh, that, let's say aliens. Aliens, let's say aliens and sure. Uh, yeah. No, no, no S. I got a singular. Alien. I keep saying urethium. That's the currency okay. I'm, that's not, I'm not real, dealing it's with. Not a real that's world. urethra. The Urethra Chronicles by <laughs> Blink-182. Blink you don't want that. Okay. Uh, alien does not exist in, in a Bob Dylan. How about about how about um, ultra dimensional? Ultra. Let's do ultra. Ultra. Uh, ultra? This, is, this is where we're just going to pare down the random <laughs> word generator a little bit. <laughs> well, okay, I'll... ultra. We're going to go with ultra. ultra. There's no ultra. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Scrimbus. Okay. Nope. Next. <laughs> granite. You said. Okay. I said scrimbus, but granite is fine. Yeah, we're not going to take that, but granite is And you is mean granite off. like the stone, not like yeah. saying I well, some people from, yes, from, you know, the East yes. Coast that can't say granite. You don't want a granted. You want granite. I want granite. So not granted. Correct. No. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. Come uh, on. Granted? Move on. How about, let's do something more basic. Let's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For the love of God. God. Can God no. Can we just do cup? Oh, okay. Okay, there's 14 cups, and we're going to take cup as our one. My plate and my cup. I like it. Write down, I like write it. down my plate and my cup. This is a time for quiet reflection. Okay. Sorry. Do-do-f. Do-do-f. 
We need like a. <laughs> we're picking the song. Can you do like a number one and like a number two sort of thing? So like number one is that. So number two is I poured my cup and passed it along. I saw you drinking from an empty cup. Ooh. All of my friends I ever had are gone. Curtis in the jailhouse drinking from an old tin cup. You can show me a new place to start. I've torn my clothes and I've drained my cup. I will forever have been broken, shattered like an empty cup. That's fun. Uh, oh, teacup. Does that count? A teacup. One word? A teacup of water is strong enough to drown. What? Oh my god. A teacup of water is strong enough I think enough that's controversial. Tea okay, so there is a song cup. with cup in the title. Oh. We could just takes, say that's the default. We could just say... I defend them. She dropped a coin to the cup of a blind man at the gate. And finally, the last one here. I also like cup of blind man at a gate. Simple twist of fate. Oh, yeah, you've done mention that one before for sure. Yeah, from uh, Blood on the Tracks. Say it again. Oh, Blood Simple on the Tracks. Simple twist of fate. Simple twist of fate. Give us a little we will bit return to Kendra. We will not see you. No. For a while. For for Simple Twist of Fate. I, I can't be here for simple twist. You of can fate. be here anytime. We I can just you. hide in the corner. And... You can always be. So we will be here next week, Kelly and I, from Portland, Oregon, and and and, and possibly Kendra, who is mimicking. I have to be here for simple twist of fate. A beautiful song. Beautiful. And a song that I think will touch all of our hearts. And I want to know your opinion, Kendra. Get touched so, right in the heart. I a shot to the heart. And you're to blame. And we'll see you, you next week. Love bad names. Next week. Oh well. Bye. One, two, three, four. Clouds of rain. Rain on land. We should have a two-bar lead. Two-bar lead and two-bar lead. Good God. Thank you, Kelly. Two-bar lead. Yes.